And here we are with Tracy. Welcome, Tracy, to our show on YouTube, Spotify, podcast, wherever we put it. Welcome to our show. I'm so happy to have you here. Tracy is our first ever stylist. And this is a, she's not just any stylist. She's a special stylist. There are very few stylists like Tracy. Most stylists we know are known as hairdressers and there's millions of them everywhere. Tracy specializes in toppers and wigs and alternative hair. She really knows what she's doing. She's got a lot of experience. Welcome Tracy to our show. Thank you for having me, James. So excited to talk about this. <laughs> Tracy, you know, as I was thinking of earlier, you actually remind me of my sister. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yes, and that's a good thing because my sister is one of the most amazing human beings in the world. She, she, she does exactly what you just did then. You know, she has that laugh after most things, like which what you do. Just well, they like say that. everyone has a twin. Well, there you go, you've got a twin sister. <laughs> Her name is Orly, which means bright light. But yeah, you are also oh. a bright light, Tracy. And and Tracy and I, just a little history. I've known Tracy. How long have we known each other, Tracy? Oh, goodness. Eight, nine years, maybe 10 years. Blimey. I always like thinking it's been it's been 10 years. Oh, my God. At least 10. I was thinking, yeah, I think so. I was I always think in terms of World Cups, like every four years, it's a World Cup. <laughs> I remember being at a trade show when it was the World Cup final. I think it was like yes. Germany and Brazil, you know, in, in Las Vegas and everyone was gone and I was sitting at my booth. But yeah, so I know Tracy because Dimples, we we're, we do B2B, business to business, uh, business to salon. We supply salons. Tracy's been in that field for, for quite a few years. Let's let's walk it back a little bit, Tracy. Where are you from, Tracy? Where where were you born? Where are you from? So I was born in Hillsborough, well, Concord, New Hampshire. No, Peterborough, New Hampshire. Sorry. New Hampshire. So New England, East Coast girl. I was born and raised there, went to cosmetology school in a, in the capital of New Hampshire, which is Concord. And I always wanted to be a hairdresser. I just didn't have anything else that I was interested in. I've just, I remember being a kid and my girlfriend and I playing hairdresser. I was always the one washing her hair and combing her hair and styling her hair. And it's just what I wanted to do. And when I got out of high school, I just went to cosmetology school. I didn't tell anybody. I just went, signed up, and that was what I was going to do. And that was 30 years ago. <laughs> 30, uh, I say that quietly because it doesn't seem like it's that long ago. It feels like it was just yesterday. But as we know, we all age. And when I say 30 years, I think, oh boy, I am... I'm 50 something, <laughs> so long time ago, but you know, it was a lot different back then. Hairdressing school is now, it's, it's, it's a little bit different, but I learned a lot and, and I had no, I never thought I would be in wigs. I just thought I'm gonna do hair, I'm gonna work in a salon. That's gonna be my life work, helping women with their hairstyles and color and cuts and all that kind of stuff. When I was probably about, I'm trying to think how old I was. It was a couple of years after I started uh, working in a salon, maybe two years. We moved to, um, my fiance at the time, we moved to the Midwest, Iowa, and I got my cosmetology license in Iowa and I worked in a salon. And then we moved to Omaha, Nebraska. And shortly after that, and 
I was kind of thinking about, I wasn't working in, in the salon. I had babies at home and I was taking care of my babies. I thought, you know, I'm just going to look for some other opportunities. I love doing hair, but it's, it's too much when you have little kids at home trying to, you know, work in a salon. It's, you have to work nights. And so I was looking through the one ads at that time, 23 years ago, and there was an ad for someone managing a salon. And I thought, oh, I could manage a salon. You know, I've, worked with people. I can manage people. I don't necessarily have to stand behind the chair and cut hair all day. Um, but I missed being in that, you know, women coming in and wanting to be pretty and, um, wanting, you know, to be pampered. And, and so this salon that I applied for was going to get into wigs and the owner talked to me. He said, you know, I think you'd be great at managing, but what do you think about working with wigs? And I was like, wigs? Oh, I don't know. I just don't know about wigs. He said, well, think about it for a couple, couple days, get back to me. Cause there's, I have a position open that we're going to start this wig thing. And he called it the wig gig. And I was like, okay, wig gig. Eh, I don't know. So I did some research and I thought, you know, I really like to help people. I really like to solve problems. Women who are losing their hair for whatever reason, their focus was going to be on cancer patients because cancer patients lose their hair because of chemo. And so I did my research and I thought, you know, I could, I could do that. I could help women that are losing their hair. And what, a, what that would make me feel great. I mean, I would come home thinking I helped that woman get through this really hard time. I gave her some hair back. She lost her hair and, and I could I can give that back to her and make her feel whole again. Because what hair loss does to people, not only women, but men, is it takes our, you look in the mirror and you think to yourself, there's me. But then you lose a part of you when your hair falls out. It's like a part of your personality. It's a part of your your whole like being. It's like, you don't look the same. You don't feel the same. People don't react to you the same way if you're bald. And and I thought I can I can help these women just get through this time and and so for the last 22 years that's what I've been doing and I absolutely love that journey. It was amazing to I mean over the 22 years I've probably I mean, hundreds, if not thousands of women, maybe not thousands. I mean, that's a lot. Millions, but, um, millions of women. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know if I could have single-handedly handled a million women, but I think I, I probably wouldn't be here. That 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 would have put me over the edge. But um, no, it's it's been very rewarding and very humbling. Every time I see or or talk to a woman who is struggling with hair loss, just being there to listen to her story and to provide solutions to her story. Just, it's so rewarding. I can't, I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to put it into words what that feels like. And at, at one point during my 22 years of working in this business, one day I decided I had been thinking about it for probably a year. I decided I'm going to shave my head because I want to, I want to experience what my clients are experiencing when they look in the mirror and they don't see anything. I want to look in the mirror so that I can say to them, I know how you feel. Now I didn't lose my hair because of, I chose to take my hair off. Tracy. Um, and so I, I huh? Tracy. I really um, thought. 
when was it with when was it i remember this when was it that you shaved your head yeah it was um oh goodness 2014 maybe yes 2014 or 2015 and i i kind of documented i didn't i didn't like you know document i documented the actual shape the actual shaving and the reaction that you know happened to me and it felt good to do it because of the reason i was doing it for other women to let them know that um i care and that i i know i know what it feels like to not have hair and i know what it feels like to wear a wig every day until your hair grows back and the weird the weird little you know your hair growing out and what color it is when it grows out is is weird and I, and I got a lot of, I posted it on social media and I got a lot of response from clients and, and people that knew me saying that they were so, you know, proud of me. And I thought, proud, why, why are you proud of me? But it was a big step. It was a big, like, I never regretted it. I never said to myself, why did you do that? Because I knew that it was going to grow back. I knew, you know, it's, it's hair. It will grow back. A lot of my clients are losing hair for other reasons besides chemo. Chemo, most likely the hair is gonna grow back. It's gonna fall out. You go through your chemo, you get your hair back. But there's women that lose their hair for other reasons and the hair never grows back. That's right. And those women, I I really have a, a special place in my heart for those women because they have to go through so much to come to terms with their hair loss. I believe it's like a, there's a grieving process that goes with that. There's steps that they have to go through, right? Absolutely. And we're going to come and dig more into that. Absolutely. We we want to know, this is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have you here <laughs> is because we get to see what Tracy's view of all these women, we get to see, we get to hear, because usually it's, we're hearing the story of the person mm. who's going through the hair loss. Now yeah. we get to see the stylist that that has been there with thousands of women of all different types of hair loss and all the different types of emotions that go through. But I want to just come back to you a little bit more okay. first. And okay. I want to know, uh, just give us like the bullet points the skills, if, I mean, you've, you've done a lot of training, a lot of training. Yeah. What training have you done? If you could tell us just. So cosmetology school was, you know, the basics. Um, anybody who goes through cosmetology school, even now is it's basic. It's you, it gets you through the, the training and then you need ongoing training throughout the years. And, and a lot of stylists will specialize in color or they'll specialize in, you know, whatever that they love to do. And so I specialized in wigs and hair pieces. So for me to walk, to go into a salon and work in a salon and, and do hair color all day is I'm not trained that way anymore. I mean, that's, that was 30 years ago when I went through that training of, of color and all that. Can I do color on wigs? Heck yeah. I can do color on a wig or a topper. It's specialized. I've been through training classes with several wig manufacturers, uh, wig stylists, learning the ins and outs of what to do, what not to do with color, cutting, all that kind of stuff. A wig is, yes, a wig is human, you know, human hair wigs are, yeah, they're human hair wigs, but it's not attached to the person's head. The hair is not growing out of the scalp. So cutting it is a little different than cutting 
hair that's attached to the scalp. Coloring is even more complicated. You just have to know what to do and what not to do. And so I've, I've been through several training classes. I have taught classes on color. And um, as a matter of fact, I went to, uh, I guess we didn't do color, but we talked about color at the class I taught in England, but it is specialized. You need to know the basics and, you know, basics and then learn the, the ins and outs of how the hair works, how the hair is processed, what type of hair, what type of human hair it is, because there's different types. We all know that. So I think with all the training that I've had over the 22 years, can I name all the classes I've gone to? No, <laughs> there's been a lot. There's been yeah. a lot of online classes. There's been a lot of hands-on learning as I went. So what, what I want to call out about all style, well, I don't want to use all, but yeah, pretty much what I see about the stylist community, wigs and non-wigs, you know, every hairdresser that you see lying, pretty much most hairdressers you see lying around, uh, is what you said, ongoing training. It yeah. blows my mind that this is a very, very old profession, a barber, mm -hmm. a hairdresser, but I'm seeing that hairdressers and stylists, they're continually all the time, every year, Sometimes a few times during the year, yeah. they're getting education, they're getting education, they're getting education. It's nonstop. And I'm so impressed by that. You know, the open-mindedness to want to learn, mm -hmm. to want to keep learning, to take another color course, to take another cutting course. A new pair yeah. of scissors comes in, how to cut with those scissors, cutting synthetic hair versus cutting right. human hair. And, and we'll, we'll go into more about some of the do's and don'ts later. You can give some tips <laughs> to some stylists because what what Tracy does is so different than re the I don't want to say regular, but everyone's special, you know. The the stylists yeah, that yeah. do coloring of bio hair that's attached to my head, for instance, yeah. is totally different. It's a totally different skill, and many consumers have taken toppers and wigs to their hairdresser, and their hairdresser's like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." Or they will do it and they'll yeah. cut too much off, or they'll they'll color it thinking it's like bio hair, but it's, it's a totally different skill. And there's very, that's why I said Tracy's very special. There's very few Tracy's. It's true. There's only one Tracy actually, but uh, there are very few people with uh, Tracy's skills. And, you know, when you look in a state, you know, how many states we have in America, there aren't many Tracy's in each state. Uh, most of the time <laughs> consumers have to travel two right. hours to five hours in a car to get their topper, their wig colored and styled and all that. Right. So uh, Tracy, tell me, so you, you started straight after high school. You didn't tell anybody you went into school. No, I, just what did went, your family, I mean, uh, what did my family, family knew, well, that? I enrolled in school and then told them, <laughs> I don't say? know. It was just, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I, uh -huh. I really didn't want to do anything else. And and I was like, okay, this is, I'm just going to do this. And, I can. And what did your mom and, and dad like, say? They said, that's, I mean, if that's what you want to do, you should do it. And, and I think that, um, it was the right choice for me because it's, it's opened up many doors for me over the years. I've helped, like I said, thousands of women and, and men, I mean, it wasn't just women. So it's, it's, like I said, it's been this journey of positivity in my life to be able yes. to you know, just now there's been times where I've absolutely hated it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay. ah, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with another, 
customer today, but I love them. You know, it's like, you know, everybody has good days and bad days. And when you moved to Omaha with your fiance uh -huh. at the time and you had kids and you had, did you have dogs at that time? I yeah, I pets. did. Yeah. We love pets I'm at a, Dimples. Pet we, all, we love to rescue. Uh, so you're a pet yeah. person. And interesting fact about Tracy, if, you, if some of you know Tracy, they're watching this. Tell us about that. Uh, was it a hurricane or a whirlwind? Is that what you call it? Is it Was it common in oh, Omaha? The one that took my dog? Is that yes. what you're talking about? Tell us, tell yes. Us. So we had a tornado come through. Tornado. Um, Is that common that in Omaha? That was when I lived in, in Omaha? It was in, it was in Iowa, actually, when we Iowa. lived in um, Iowa, a small town in Iowa. We were, we were actually out of town and someone was watching my dogs and they were outside at the time. And I had two chow chows, black one and a white one and, or kind of a tan color. And this huge storm came through and it knocked, they had this, we had this shed in the backyard that was their dog house and then a fence and the storm came through and took the dog house and the fence and both of my dogs. And it was one of the worst things I've had to go through because I didn't know what happened to them. Like my dogs were missing. And if, if any of you love animals, it was just this, you just felt like you were, like lost, like what you've, you wanted to help them, but you didn't know where they were. And, and you had no clue where to, we couldn't go look for them that night because, you know, it was this huge storm. We were trying to be safe ourselves. Next day, they're, you know, they don't come home. Two and a half weeks went by and I looked every day for those dogs. Every day I would drive. We lived out in the country and I would just drive up and down the road looking for Were these Were you like dogs. calling their names, like whistling? Oh, yeah. Like, how did you? Calling their names out the windows, you know, stopping at every neighbor's house, asking them if they had seen my dogs and crying incessantly because I just, you know, I missed them. They were part of our family. Two and a half weeks went by and I looked outside. I heard something outside. I looked outside and there's one of my dogs walking wow. into the driveway. The, the tan colored one. His name was Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo Kramer after Kramer on Seinfeld. And he was not the same dog when he came home. He was mm. uh, scared, obviously. It's a miracle that he actually came home to, you know, got back to our house. Yeah. I still don't know what happened to the other dog. And so it was, whew, that was a tough thing to go through. He was actually um, very, we had to get rid of him because um, I hate to say that. I hate that I had to do that, but he was not the same dog. He was this mean, like scared dog. And he, he snapped, he like snapped at us and we ended up having to, we didn't euthanize him. We found him a new home with somebody that could handle something, some dog like that, because I just could not have, I could not have a dog in my home with two babies wanting to attack my children. So it was, um, that was a really hard time to get rid of a dog that, you know, was lost and then came back. And um, so I lost him twice. So you had two boys, so you yep. were protecting your kids. That's you know. I was, yeah. Good mom. Um, good mom. So you're protecting your boys. Yeah, they needed. You know, I I just couldn't trust the dog with the kids, and and um, the dog went through something horrific, and yeah, 
I couldn't, I, I just couldn't help him. And I knew somebody who could. And so we, we gave the dog to somebody who would take care of him. So, wow. Yeah. And then, and then after that, you found wigs and toppers. And yeah. Then, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. And then you got to feel good. Um, you were saying uh, about there's a, there's an amazing feeling. I got two notepads here. I just keep writing. Yeah. Oh, you were saying, I think you were saying the gratitude you get from consumers. Oh, it's, amazing. it's, I have to tell you a story about, um, so I had this woman uh, that I was helping. She was going through chemo. It was probably 15 years ago. Helped her and her mom through, uh, her mom came in with her when she was going through chemo. And, you know, you sometimes you don't, you don't really keep in touch with these people. Like they go through chemo, they get their hair back and then they don't need you anymore. And so they, you know, go on their merry way and live their life. And you don't always connect with everyone that, that you help forever. You know what I mean? Like for years. So usually it's, you know, it's like a doctor, you go to a doctor for a while, you get your whatever fixed. And then you don't see that doctor for maybe never again. So I was in this store in Omaha one day and I was walking out with the shopping cart and this woman comes up to me. She goes, are you Tracy? And I go, I go, yes. I go, I said, I know you. She goes, yes, you helped. I said, your name's Mary Beth. And she goes, yes. She goes, you helped me and my mom 10 years ago when we, when I went through chemo and I go, wow, 10 years ago. And you remember me still? She goes, you were amazing. And thank you so much for helping me get through that really hard time. She goes, you made it so easy for me. And she was crying while she was saying this to me in this parking lot. And I was like, wow. I mean, it was like, I was stunned because I thought, yes, I know I help people, but after I help them, do they ever think about me again? Yes, they do. And they're so grateful that I was there for them and I, and you know, I could help them get through that hard time in their life. And I just made it, I made that part of her, of her cancer journey easier for her. She goes, you knew exactly what I needed. You got it for me. There was no stress. You, you cut it, you styled it. You, you know, um, I saw you a few times after that. And then, and then, you know, I just, I didn't need to see you anymore. And I said, yeah, I know it's, it's okay though. It's okay that She's like, I, I just, are you still doing it? And I said, yeah, I'm still working in that field and I absolutely love it. So that was really cool to um, see somebody what? that I had helped like 10, 10 years, years ago. Later. What, yeah. what year was that? Around, around um, that was, was that? probably 2016 when I saw her. So, so it was 2006 when I helped her. So in 2016, so. was that around when, hold on a minute before I say this, um, <laughs> I know Tracy very well. Okay. Yeah. Tracy and I traveled around America together. Uh, yeah. We were doing, Tra Tracy came and said, I'm just, we're all over the place. You know, we're going backwards and forwards, but Tracy, That's Tracy cool. was said, yeah, you guys have got lovely products. Like, but you need some education for all the stylists. Like I was like, you're right. We do need education. It's really complex yeah. and difficult toppers, wigs, let alone for consumers, forget about, I'm talking about stylists here. What has right. stylists have to know? They've got to know all these different colors and colorings and names and styles. And what can you do? What kind of, 
So Tracy helped me create a Dimples product training manual and then in-person training. We traveled around across America. It was really cool. Yeah, it was and cool. I, I'm talking to England as well. We have an office in England mm-hmm. and we have customers in England and Tracy came and I think I think the taxis or something you didn't have to i got really sick one day and tracy had to do it herself you did we we had had to walk oh my gosh i was walking in the countryside in england all by myself there was a strike there's always strikes in england okay if you're if you're from england you listen to us you know i'm talking about but somewhere around here which has been what i'm dying to get to i just love saying this word these, these words fit dad Oh, Fit Dad. Oh, Fit Dad. When did yeah. Fit Dad come into the picture? And <laughs> when was Yoga Girl? 2017. All right. So right right on the money there. So so yep. there was Yoga Girl and Fit Dad. And tell me about Yoga Girl. Who's Yoga Girl? So that was my Yoga Girl was my, I like to do yoga. I don't do it as much anymore, but I, I used to do yoga quite a bit. I did hot yoga. I got divorced in 2016. You know, when you get divorced, you just kind of um, need to find yourself again. For one, I started working out, started, you know, doing yoga, eating really well, and and I was pretty fit. And I was tired of being by myself. I had been in a marriage that was long drawn out and just felt alone most of the marriage. I wanted someone to do things with. I'm like, where do I meet people? You know, when you get... When you get divorced after being married for 20 something years, 23 years, I think it was 22 years as a couple, you have friends that you hang out with. Well, when you get divorced, those friendships kind of dissipate because you you're not a couple anymore. And and those friends kind of choose one or the other. Now, I still have those friends, but 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 you don't you know, we didn't when I got divorced, I didn't do like things with these friends because they were a couple and I was single. And so it was like, it was just kind of weird. So I was like, I got to get out. I got to meet people. I got to, you know, I, I work a lot. I, I was working like 50 hours a week. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get out and meet some new people. And so I thought, well, I'll get on a couple dating apps just, just to meet people. I joined match on, I know specifically the dates, March 12th. 2017. 2017 is the year that I went to England with you. It was ah. that. It was that month. Okay. So March 12th, I got on Match. March 13th, I got a message from Fit Dad or a wink. He winked at me, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, somebody winked at me." Okay, so I sent him a message. And he asked me, you know, if I, something about yoga, he said something about, he does yoga too. And I was like, oh, he's a yogi. So I said, how often do you practice? And he's like, I was afraid you were going to ask me that. I've only done it a few <laughs> times. <Yeah. laughs> I, love I was that. like, okay, so he's not, he's not a yogi. He just has done yoga once or twice in his life. <laughs> so I, I, I thought of that as a challenge. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know. I'm going to go, I'm going to get him to go do yoga with me. (laughs) And I was doing hot yoga at the time. And hot yoga is, I don't know if you've ever done hot yoga, but it's like 130 degrees in the room that you're doing yoga in. Yeah, it's hot. Good first date material. Is that good first date material? Yeah. No, we didn't go on our first date there. (laughs) 
<laughs> that would have been a good idea though. So anyways, March 15th, we went on our first date. I think we went on a second date before I went to England and then I was gone for 10 days. And Right. And then he, he couldn't yeah. stop thinking about you for those 10 days. He was like, yeah. oh my God, she's in England. She's having a blast. And you're sending pictures, <laughs> like cute pictures. I bet. I was. You had your friend yeah, there I was sending him pictures and... and texting him and yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend that was with me in, in England, she's like, what? Can, can you just enjoy yourself? Yeah, we're having fun. So anyways, we taught taught a couple classes in, in England. That was really fun. And thank you for that opportunity because that was just a great, great time. I met some really awesome people there and um, hopefully they learned something and um, it helped everyone throughout. So the, you know, you know, fit dad, you know, fit in England, just for English banter. Like yeah. the, in America, you know, we use the word fit for oh yeah i'm in it really in shape you know good right, cardio, right. fit right in england yeah. like slang fit means like hot <laughs> so tell tell fit dad that you know his his old screen name was actually hot dad and like hot you know dad. english people would be like you know somebody attractive would walk past you'd be like yeah wow she's so fit or flaw, you know, he's fit, you know, whatever, you know, you're after. <laughs> and, and, um, I always remember that fit dad. So, so yoga girl and fit dad and, um, yeah. got married in a we barn, did, but, right? Um, no, it got canceled. The barn got canceled because of COVID or. Yes. Yeah, so we were supposed to get married in 2020, 2019. Yeah. We got engaged in 2019 and then, uh, we were supposed to get married in 2020, but because of COVID, we kind of put it off for another year and and then yeah. 2021 it was still kind of you know like should we do it or should we not and we we're just like you know what we're not gonna let this covid thing change our lives we're gonna do what we're gonna do so we had our wedding and if you know people are like well should we wear masks i'm like i don't you know do what you want <laughs> did you did, okay I'm so getting married. Masks, two i got two questions here did you on your first date did you wear hair yes yes because okay. my hair was short my hair was uh -huh. short and i don't like short hair i was like two years out from when i shaved my head oh i've got a i got a comment about the shaved head thing i'm gonna come back uh -huh. to but when did you tell him that you did does he know you wear hair i know he oh does, yeah but... <laughs> yeah he yeah, knew the first night but i told him and he, he was the first intrigued night. he yes. knew the first night Tell yes. us, tell us how, how did that, because so, there are many, many people, you know, everyone has yeah. their way of sharing it. There's different ways. How did you share on the first so, night with fit dad? I think it's, it's easier for me to share that because it's what I do. It's a, right. it's a job to me. There, there's several reasons I wear hair. One, I've never been happy with my hair. My hair's fine. It's flat. It's, I like more hair. This is not my hair. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you wearing, Tracy? <laughs> so hey, I am wearing a dimples topper, uh, Clio large. That's lovely. Very nice. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it, it enhances toppers are like, in, they enhance your hair. If you and, have hair, it enhances and this is it. not, this is not how we're not trying to sell. I always say this. Yeah. Just, no, trying to sell here. Tracy actually does is doing consultations for us right now. She's, you can book yeah. her for consultation on what you want to get. And then, you know, styling consultation and like that initial styling consultation is very important. Mm -hmm. But what I want to just say, and that's why there's a dimples box behind her. This is not how the topper looks when it comes no. out of the box. No. Tracy 
Ike has this phenomenal styling, obviously, right? So Tracy has cut it. I can see you've cut in some some mm-hmm. bangs and she styled it. I so. did a little yeah. I did a little color on it too, because I like a little darker oh. base. So yeah. yeah, she she there's there's some like little judging up you can do with the topper. Very yep. simple to make it look good out of the box, but it never looks good once you put it on your head. So so how did you tell Fit Dad about you wearing hair? <laughs> so and what was his reaction? Because we all want to know. Yeah, so he um he asked me what I did and I said I um you know I, I work with wigs, I work with women that are losing their hair and he's like, Wow, that's really cool. That's really interesting. I've never met anybody who's, you know, worked with wigs and and I said, Well, what do you think of this one? Because this is a wig and he's like, What? I said, Yeah, it's a human hair. It was a dimples wig, actually. Oh, was it? Yep. Can't remember what the name of it was, but it was you Probably don't make Kylie. it anymore. Probably No, Kylie. it was a European. It was a European oh, okay. hair. Yeah. Michelle. So all right. Yes, Michelle. It was Michelle. I said So what did he say? He's like Where's Michelle? He's did he want to he touch just looked it? at me and he's like slap his no. hand when he tried to touch it. No, he didn't touch it. <laughs> but he's he's a little more polite than that. Okay. It was like, oh I don't know. And so I oh, I'll have to tell you another story about another guy that I went out with that wasn't too enthusiastic about Oh, the we want to hear this. Yeah. So nice. David was like He's like, wow, that's, that looks really real. Why do you wear hair? And I said, well, I just, I just wear it because I sell it and I don't like my hair. It's too short. I shaved my head. And then I went into the whole story about shaving my head and he was like, wow, I can't believe you did that. And so, yeah, it was, um, once my hair grew out to a point where I was happy with it, then I would wear a topper and, you know, toppers, you clip them in. And one night we were, this is farther into our relationship. (laughs) I was at his house. We were getting ready for bed and I had to take my hair off because <laughs> you don't want to sleep in it. I said, I'm taking my hair off. He's like, what? I said, Wait, is this fit I'm going to take fit, my hair off. Dad? Are we talking yes. about fit dad? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fit dad. Of course. Yeah. Nobody else ever saw me without my hair on. So I'm like, click, click. You know, they make a noise. He's like, what is that noise? <laughs> I said it's my hair. I'm taking it off. I took it off and I laid it on the dresser. He's like, "Yes, okay." <laughs> you just laid it. I'm there, just like, like get it all out in something. the beginning. Yeah. Just get it all out. Yeah. So yeah. So after that, he was, you know, he he tells people all the time. He's like, he's like, "What do you think of her hair?" And they're like, "What do you mean?" Like it's he always like, like it's a wig, <laughs> <laughs> and people are but like, you, "Oh, really?" But you wow. let him say that though. He has your permission. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it. You know, if if I wore hair because of thin hair or had alopecia or I was going through cancer, it would be different. But sometimes I think people are are more afraid of you know one thing that i always tell women when they wear their hair their fake hair or whatever you want to call it their wig their topper whatever they wear it out for the first time they're scared to death they're they're just like everyone's gonna know i wear hair everyone's gonna know i have fake hair on they're gonna you know they're gonna make fun of me they're gonna you know look at me funny and and they they get this like anxiety about wearing hair when someone's sitting in my chair and, and they, they voice that anxiety to me, I say, 
what is the worst thing that could happen if someone comes up to you and says, is that a wig? She's like, oh my God, I would just die. And I'm like, no, just say, yes, it is. Isn't it great? All I have to do is put my hair on and I can walk out the door and, and people will just be like, oh, you know, okay. Well, for one, that's not very polite of someone to say that to you, but people are rude. And mm. it's very rare that someone is going to notice if you have a good wig on or a good topper and you've had it professionally styled and cut and, and you know how to put it on, your stylist has taught you how to put it on. No one is going to know that you have that on. You are going to feel like everyone knows because it's different. It's new. It's um, you don't have the confidence to uh, wear it out yet and feel like it's part of you. It takes it takes time for a hairpiece or a wig to become part of who you are. And sometimes it takes months. Sometimes it takes a week. Sometimes it takes three days. And um, you actually said it in your story about that night when you took off your, you said, your fit dad said, what the, what are those noises? And you were clipping, click, <laughs> click, click, as you were taking clips out. And, and you said, oh, I'm just taking off my hair. You didn't say a topper or the, the style right. name of the topper like that wasn't there. Yeah. Anymore. It was like, you're taking off my hair. Yeah. It's part of me. It's part of my wardrobe. Yeah. I have like a whole room full of hair here, but every one of those that I wear is becomes part of me when I put it on and I look in the mirror and I go, yeah, that's me today. I feel good in that. It's part of who I am. So let's talk a little bit about, we touched a, a little bit about this, but the different types, I'm going to ask you actually the different types okay. of hair loss since you've had lots and you could say yes, no, or, and then I'd like you to add any more types. Maybe I'm missing. So there's so many okay. different types of hair loss or reasons why women and men mm -hmm. wear toppers and wigs. We talked about chemotherapy. Okay. That's a common yeah. one. You're with how many people you helped and then alopecia yeah. and the different types of alopecia. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one, trichotella, it's a very long trichotillomania. 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 Have, you, mm -hmm. have you experienced that with yes. consumers? Yes. Many times. Tell us. Tell us uh, many times. Tell us. So, and the short term is a short term. I don't know if it's trick. slang like fit. Like yeah. Fit, you know, being hot. But is trick yeah. okay to say? Trick. Is that yep. Trick? Um, okay. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people that have trichotillomania say trick. People that have trichotillomania are they have a lot of anxiety. It is a. I'm not a doctor, so I'm I'm probably going to botch this definition of trichotillomania, but it is like an OCD disorder that mm. they don't know they're doing it. Most of them yeah. don't don't know they're doing it. It's a it's a nervous kind of a um, coping mechanism with stress. Like like to cope with stress, they might, you know, I've I've seen women that pull their eyebrows out. They pull their eyelashes, they pull their hair. They can do it anywhere on their arms, you know, it's it's a sensation that I don't know all the science behind it, but it it is a lot of women that have it and men, there's men that do it too, but they don't want to admit that that's what it is because it's embarrassing. It's like, you know, their, their mom, when they first see their, their daughter doing that at, at 10 years old, they're like, why are you doing that? Don't do that. Don't pull your hair out. Why are you doing that? And so it becomes this, like, it makes it worse. 
it makes them want to pull more because they're now they're stressed out about mom, you know, thinks I'm, I'm weird because I'm pulling my hair out. And, you know, it's a, it's an emotional, I, I'd like to, I'd like to study it more actually to mm -hmm. understand it, but to the best of my knowledge, dealing with women with this issue is they're embarrassed about it. They don't want to talk about it. They want it covered up. And some of them, some of it, some of them do it so much that they actually, when they get fake hair, they pull the hair out of that too. Although yeah. they don't feel that sensation that they get when they pull it out of their own head. Some women, yeah. they wear, they wear a wig and it, it stops them from pulling when they're wearing the hair. So it can help by wearing hair, but the emotional side of that disorder is it can just make, it can make them so anxious and so like withdrawn from life because of that issue. I had, um, we had a client, years ago, she was probably like 13 and 13 is a hard age anyway, but she was just, you know, pulling her hair to the point where she didn't have anything on the top. And she came in and, you know, she didn't want to tell us, we, we don't ask, um, because you can tell if that's somebody who pulls their hair and they don't want you to know. And so you don't ask, well, what do you, you know, what, what's causing your hair loss? You just know that you can see it and they don't need you to remind them that it's a problem and that, you know, they shouldn't be doing that. I just always would treat them gingerly and just treat them like it was my daughter, like somebody that I really care about because I do care about my customers and I would just let them know that I'm here for them. And, you know, the first time they came in, they wouldn't talk about it. They wouldn't, you know, let you know that that's their issue. We would just find a solution. That's our job. Find a solution to the problem. The problem is you're losing hair. Doesn't matter the reason you're losing hair. You're losing it, so I'm going to replace it. And so we would find a solution. And then they would, you know, come back for the fitting or they'd come back to pick it up and they'd be a little more at ease because we've, we've earned their trust. And then by that second or third appointment, they're telling you the whole story. They're telling you, I can't stop. I don't, I don't know how to stop. I want to stop, but I can't. And it's usually if, if they're a young person, teenager, they won't talk about it if the mom's in the room. Ah, so sometimes we would yeah. just ask mom to, you know, cause these, these women, these girls, teenagers, they need to talk about it. They need to know that they're not alone in this. And I would tell stories about other, you know, not using names, but well, I have a client who, you know, this is what she did to, to help her get through, you know, that we actually had a, a really good customer that she got hypnotized and she stopped pulling her hair. I tell, I tell stories like that because it's going to help somebody else. It's, do you, you do know, you that's, have the, sorry, continue. No, go ahead. Um, do you have the information of this hypnotist? <laughs> they're they're here somewhere in Omaha. I don't I don't know uh, what the name if of you can, is. If but, you can find it, we'll yeah, add it in the probably... show notes. We can help 
you know, yeah. maybe someone watching this can, they want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, they, um, I, I feel for those people that do that because it's, it's not, it's not something they want to do. It's, it's like any OCD issue. It's, it's a, it's a disorder. It's something that they have to learn how to deal with and they have to learn how to stop, but it's not something that they have the power in themselves. Some of them do, but a lot of them just don't have the power to, they don't know how to figure out how to stop doing that. And that's not my job to, it's my job to be there for them if they need, you know, support, but I'm not a doctor. I'm, and I always tell them that, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I don't know why you're losing your hair for women that are losing their hair for other reasons, you know, um, hair loss because of medical issues is, is not my specialty, but you know, I'm a hairdresser. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor <laughs> and I'll be the first one to tell you that I'm not going to diagnose you with your type of hair loss. Um, so I'm just going to help so you would, get through. Which trick, I'm going to say trick. It's a lot easier. Yep. That's fine. <laughs> um, is it, are they act when they're, pulling the hair out are they actually finding clumps in their hand when they're doing it or yes. they're just twisting it and then later it falls out no they they actually um it was funny because i was standing i was at a target i don't know it was a couple of years ago and and there's this young teenager in front of me and i was looking at the back of her head and i was like she had a spot like right here where the hair was super short and then the rest of her hair was really long I was like, wow, that looks interesting. And I'm always looking at people's hair. And and then I saw her reach up and she just grabbed a bunch of hair and she pulled it out. Oh. And then she looked at it. She looked at oh. it. Oh. And I was like, oh, you poor thing. I just wanted to go up to her and tell her that there's help. There's, you know, but you can't, I mean, you just can't go up to somebody and with something that delicate, you can't, you just can't do, Oh, here's my card. You know what I mean? Like I wanted, it's not that I wanted to sell her anything. I just wanted her to know that it's okay that you're doing this and, and you're not the only one in the world that does this. I was going to say, how many times have you been in a target or a supermarket or somewhere in public mm -hmm. and you've seen somebody with hair loss and you know, Oh my God, I, just i could give them this color topper yeah. and this thing or this yes. thing and you know but you just can't say it right you cannot say no like, because I, I've been it's, there many times as well it's like yeah ah, i can it's see a delicate it. situation so delicate because they could like go what do you mean i need a wig what i don't need a wig you know <sighs> it's yeah. And, and that's, okay. that's one reason I do wear <laughs> hair and I do tell a lot of people that I do wear it because you never know who's, who you're, who you're telling, like, I don't know the woman at the, you know, if someone, if someone compliments me on my hair, I always say, Oh, thank you. It's a wig or it's a topper or whatever. Do and they're like, what? Really what do you mean? That's oh, great. I do. Yeah. Because. Wow because if they're experiencing hair loss or they mm -hmm. know someone who's experiencing hair loss and they see that mine looks good and I feel confident, it gives them maybe the, the, the go ahead to call me and say, Hey, I, you know, I think I need some help because my hair is falling out and I don't know why it's falling out, but I think I need to replace some hair. So it's, it's like you're, you're giving them permission to, to reach out. 
by letting them know that you're, you're wearing hair. So, and, and I feel okay with myself. So you can too, you know, if that makes sense. I don't think I'm wording it the right way, but I feel like it can give someone confidence. Not, you know, go ahead. Here, <laughs> keep it. So I'm so sorry. I thought you were No, it, No, it's um, good. Because sometimes, you, so sometimes I can't leading, find the right words. You, I'm the same. Please help me as well. <laughs> I get there too. So you're leading by example. You're showing people. Yeah. You know, and you've got that that amazing experience. Like I shaved my head. And by the way, when you did that, it was in 2016, right? No, it was 20, it was 2014, I think. Oh, 14? So I didn't... Yeah. Okay. All right. So maybe it was, it, was, I, it was after that I met my wife. Well, she's now my wife, Nina. Mm -hmm. And we were dating. And I thought, what a great idea. Tracy shaved her head so she could feel like and documented yeah. it. I really wanted to shave my head. I mean, I recently have, but that's for other reasons. You I wanted did. to shave my, yeah, I wanted to shave my head and I wanted to wear wigs and not just like men's wigs. I wanted to wear the women's wigs that we sell. And I, and I wanted to document, I haven't told anyone, I told my wife Funny. this, and this is why I didn't do it because we wouldn't have kids right now, right? We have she kids. Been, what right? are you talking about? She was like, nope, nope, nope. You know, and, you know, we've got kids. So, so anyway, I didn't do it, but. But I wanted to wear a wig just like you. You you um, yeah. inspired me. And I wanted to, you know, I used to be extremely active back there in sports back back in those mm -hmm. days. And I was, you know, I was imagining myself like, hey, I, I'm wearing this bob and I've got a helmet on. I'm going mountain biking. And then like oh at the end gosh. of the ride and documenting it, you know, <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But, but no. God, I, I, was, I was, I used to think about you doing that all the time and how brave you were just to, to show yeah, like, was, Hey, I, I'm going to experience this too. Yeah. I would do it again. I mean, I would do it again. Um, I, I'd probably try, you know, I was trying to think of like, how could I do it and raise money for a cause or, you know, like, I don't know. I wanted to do something like that, but then I was like, no, I'm just going to do it just so I can experience it and, and just kind of, you know, let people know that they're not alone. Yeah. I shape, I had a couple people say to me, why would you do that? <laughs> they had hair right you, yeah and and there was one woman that didn't have hair and she goes why oh, would you okay. do that you have beautiful hair why would you do that i would never shave my head if i had hair i mean she was she was upset and i said well it's it was my choice and you know my hair will grow back it's not a permanent thing and i'm sorry that you are going through what you're going through but i just wanted to show support of my clients you know, she, she was fine with it after, but it was just that initial, like, why would you do that? <laughs> and I don't know. Sometimes to, I do things. That... Yeah. But you got to connect so much deeper, yeah. I'm sure. And you yeah. also got to feel what it was like to wear those products and know what was right, right. and what, how they fit. So then mm -hmm. you probably became even better at your job. I think so. I think it, I think it helped me to, um, when hair's growing back and you're wearing, you're wearing a wig, how weird it feels and how weird to feel like the stubble growing in and, and, and the, you know, the, the hair was little did I know that my hair was completely gray. <laughs> and so when it grew back, I was like, I looked like my mom I was like, <laughs> Oh no, I'm like 75% gray. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, in the weird stages that it goes through, like, 
growing it from no hair to long hair takes, it takes like two to three years for hair to get this long after you shave it. Um, I never regretted it. And, and I, I would do it again, actually. Fit dad wouldn't like it, but. <laughs> Fit dad wouldn't like it. Do you leave your toppers lying around and wigs lying around oh, yeah. in the bedroom? Or, you do? <laughs> actually, uh, I have pictures of him with them on. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. We've uh, we've gone to there was a concert here in Omaha called Hairball. It was all the the you know recreation of the '90s hair bands or '80s hair bands, and we got dressed up like rockers. And so he has a long dark wig on, and I've got a blonde wig on, and we look like rock stars. So I'll share that picture with you. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's pretty um, funny. Did he enjoy wearing it? What what, what was he? He did having long hair. You know, because he's he's bald. <laughs> So yes. he, um, he shaved, he shaved his head a couple of years ago because he was getting, you know, the bald spot back here. And he saw a picture of himself with like no hair in the back. And he's like, okay, that's it. And he just shaved it off one day. That was before I've, I've only known him bald. So, and he, you know, he can grow his hair, but it's, it's really thin through the top. So he chooses just to shave it and he looks great bald. But when he had that wig on, of course, he was dressed up like a rock star, right? Rock, rock clothes. You know, he had we had the tattoo sleeves on, and oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That? yeah. So we'll definitely share it again. We'll share it with our viewers. Yeah, I will. But he was he had some confidence that he didn't have before. Interesting. Wearing hair. Yeah, yeah. He walked different. He, you know, yeah. he kind of played the part, and he's like, you know, I kind of, I kind of like that. Not that he'd want to wear one all the time, but. It was kind of a different kind of a gave him a different personality. <laughs> I I can relate because for for many years Halloween parties I would uh -huh. grab a wig, not not a human hair one. No, I'm not going to put on thousand dollar, two thousand dollar wig. Right, but I wear a synthetic wig, and I was using this like cheap, curly, long blonde one for a long time, and <laughs> and it you know I was dressing up as a rocker and it felt really cool then I, then another year I, I wore a, a straight long one and it was like kind of like Fabio and then I had oh, yeah. you know, Fabio yeah. the old model you know and then you know, I had a beard and I gotta tell you it transformed me and I had a, it was before my wife I had this girlfriend and I kept like going like this and touching and playing with my hair and <laughs> you know it was like almost like I became very vain and I was loving yeah. it and and she was she was getting really weirded out <laughs> i was enjoying yeah, it sure. so much and i kept like stroking <laughs> it and like looking at my i was looking in the mirror a lot and i kept going like oh this is amazing yes. oh look at me oh look at me and i i wonder if it's anything like that for, yeah, for so with hair loss I, is it is there any similarity i feel i feel more confident when i wear certain hair if that makes sense you know, like, like this hair is normal everyday hair, but I have some long wigs that I wear that totally change my look. And I have to say that I feel more confident in that hair than I do in other hair. Definitely than my own hair. Um, I, I feel like when I have just my own hair, I feel like, eh, I just pull it up in a ponytail and I put a hat on and I hide. Like, I don't want anyone to notice me, you know? And I think there's a lot of women that are experiencing thinning hair. Maybe that's not as noticeable to other people, but it's noticeable to them, that kind of hide. You know, they might 
they might not go to that party that everyone, all their friends are going to that have gorgeous hair and, you know, they don't, they don't feel um, as confident if their hair is thinning and definitely if they've lost their hair and they have to wear a wig that, you know, maybe isn't, it's so important to get the right wig or hair piece for that confidence. It's not vanity. It's confidence. It, you know, people say, Oh, I shouldn't be so vain. I should just, you know, wear my hair and, and not worry about it. Well, if you're, you know, it's, it's just like when you put on an outfit that you love, you feel confident, you feel good in it. You put your makeup on, you put, you know, if I don't put my hair on, I just don't have the confidence that I do when I put my hair on and the clothes and the makeup. And, you know, you just have a, you, you just feel it's, it's confidence. It's can't say that enough. It's not, it's not vanity. Yeah, I'm glad you clapped. Maybe that's what I was feeling uh, when I when I yeah. was wearing that wig. So, but I loved it. I was like, oh, she made me take it off. It weirded her out too much. She was like, get that thing off, you know. I, hate I want it. the regular. I want the regular you back. So, so uh, Tracy, yeah. I, I'd love to know more about consumers and toppers, wigs. Were, were there ever was there ever a situation where a consumer or multiple consumers had a lot of hair loss maybe it was thinning hair male pattern female pattern baldness all the terms mm-hmm. and they just there just wasn't a topper big enough or maybe there was but they, they just yeah. would not go for a wig maybe a wig was the option the easiest option was a wig and they wouldn't go for that have you had situations like that yes yes people are really resistant to wigs why is that wig uh the, the word wig or wigs in general, people think about, you know, when I first heard about this opportunity with wigs, I was like, ooh, wigs, those are for old ladies. It's just what you think of. Grandma wearing her curly gray wig. Wigs are so different. When I started researching them, I was like, oh my gosh, these look so natural. So there's still that like- Stigma? Negative yeah. thing about wigs. So people, you know, they, they want a topper. I've taken a wig customers. Like, I don't want a wig. I'm like, okay, you don't have to have a wig. I took a wig, cut the ear tabs off, cut the back off and made a topper that was big enough. So it, it pretty much came down here like a wig, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't a wig. called a wig anymore. It wasn't called a wig. No, anymore. It was a, nope. uh, you just, this was a custom a topper, topper. custom topper. And you know, that, that's, that's fine. It works. Basically it's a wig that we just uh, made into a topper. It put the clips on it. You know, a lot of people don't like the, the tightness of a wig, like Mm. that elastic around their hairline. Some people are really sensitive to that. On the other side, some people are really sensitive to the clips, like putting those clips in their hair. If they have super sensitive scalp, they can't wear those clips. So there are some, you know, clipless, I've, I've worked with toppers, like developing clipless toppers, which is like, take the clips out. And then we'll have to talk about this in a different session, but, (laughs) um, have some ideas about how do we, you know, how do we wear a topper? If I can't wear the clips, the clips hurt me. I, I can't wear them. So we've, you know, developed things that we can, so you really to to get a wig or or a hairpiece or a topper whatever 
it's really important to get someone to help you that has the experience because, you know, a topper doesn't work for every single person, a certain size. That's why they make them in all different sizes. But I always tell people like, if your hair loss is like measure your hair loss, if you're thin on the top, you know, it's your thinness is just right in that part. And you just need something to, you know, cover that part. You want to go just a little bit bigger than that. So that when you are clipping it, it's clipping into hair that's a little thicker than where you need it. So you don't want to, if, if your hair loss width is two inches, you want that hair piece to be at least three to four inches wide. Because wow. you don't want to clip wow. into that really wow. fine hair. So kind of went off on a tangent there, but. No, you, you're I think right. it's really important to have to have the help that, you know, and that can be done virtually. It can be done in person. You can do it over the phone, but it's it's really um, if I do a consultation over the phone, I like I like to have some pictures of that person so that I can vision. I mean, you know, I can't I can't sell you a topper or hair piece if I don't know what your hair looks like. I have to know what it looks like to be able to recommend something. I think it's have really you, good that there's lots of videos and things out there for people to watch now, but that's also like, that's a person that's put that hair piece on their head, you know, every day for the last 30 days and they know how to do it and uh, they make it look really easy. And so people do struggle with applying it and making it look natural. And, and um, that's something that I really have a passion for is to help, help those women figure out how to wear it where it doesn't look like you have something on your head. It's so really important. Ha have you ever had a customer that was wearing a topper and it was the topper was getting bigger and bigger as that can happen with more hair loss happens. And mm -hmm. then it was time. Okay. A wig is an option. They said no a few times. And then did they ever transfer over to the wig? Yes. And what was that like? Did they ever, yeah. was there a, point of acceptance and like, oh, I'm okay with it. Or was it always like, I miss my topper or why, why, why? Tell me about Um, that. I think there's, there's been a few over the years that have had to transition to wigs, not wow. wanting to. And it's, it is scary because it's like, oh, now I have to wear a wig. I don't want a wig. But I think if, if you choose the right wig and it's customized for you, it can look like the topper that you wore two months ago. It's choosing the right product, getting the help that you need to, to figure that out. But there does come a time for some women that you just can't wear a topper anymore. It's not going to stay on your head. You know, there's toppers that can be taped and glued and all that kind of stuff. But, but you still have to have hair around here to blend with the topper. You can't just have a bunch of hair on the top of your head and nothing around the edges. So it's, it is an acceptance. It's kind of a, it's, it's kind of like the, um, alopecia grieving process, sort of, you know, you have to, okay. So I, I wore my topper as long as I could. I, I transitioned to bigger toppers and bigger toppers. And now they, it's, it's really just talking them through that and letting them know that it's really no different. It's just called something different. We can call it a topper if you want to. We'll just call it a topper. It's just a big topper. It's an extremely big topper. <laughs> there, there are some toppers that go almost yes. to the, what is that, eight inches? Occipital, like 10 right inches. below the occipital. How, yeah. how many inches uh, um, front to back so is that? Most people, most people, it's like 
I think it's like 13. Mine's like 11. I got a tiny head. Some people it's like 12 inches from the front hairline to the nape. And so the, some of those... the nape is the, the nape is basically the bottom of yep. the hairline at the back. Okay. Yeah. The hairline. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, and then um, to that bone, the opsi- occipital bone is the bone? occipital. Yeah. It's the bump, you know, that, yep, that, that kind bump. of ridge of the skull, yeah. the skull. Yeah. And that's what three inches above. The, the mm, it depends there. on the person, but yeah, uh, three inches above the hairline usually. Yeah, three to yeah, sometimes four. It just depends. So, so then if Some if people... I was wearing a topper front to back on a average size head, is that like a ten inches to that ops? Yeah, so ten, bone, ten would whatever it is ten would be just below the occipital. Oh, below probably. Yeah. So that so that's just, just a little bit bump. of. That's just a little bit of bio hair sticking out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you need to have hair or probably have to bond it down with glue or yeah. tape to yeah. adhere and stay on. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's and, another you know, you can't, that's a you can't commitment. just clip it here and here. You got to yeah. clip it around here too. Everywhere. Yeah. And, because and then you don't as, want that. And as the what we've discovered, as the toppers get larger and the front to back goes beyond that flat part of the head over here, or even yep. once it hits that flat part, there's a, there's a special name for that too. It becomes harder <laughs> to make it sit flat, and yes. there's usually a bubble there. And right. So it's like really from from here. I'm showing on my head. And by the way, you see this my hair. I'm my story's going to come soon. I've I've had yes. some surgery. Can't I'm wait. Tell you soon, but from <laughs> here to about here, that's about seven inches, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and maybe eight, seven to eight inches. Once we pass that, it becomes really hard to make the topper sit flat and flush Sorry. on the head, and and uh, but but you know, it, it's whatever you know. We do all kinds of things, you know, for the customer that wants the consumer that wants. A larger topper there are larger toppers eight by tens nine by nines i mean all those all those kind of sizes and then and then wigs i mean it's a it's a huge transition and it's 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 not it's everyone whatever you want to feel is right for you there's there's no you know we're oh i'm so glad i brought this up we're we're so careful i used the word you just a second ago Mm mm-hmm we are so careful at dimples to not use the word you because I personally find that you, 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 it can be kind of offensive. It's like you. And yeah. then I see a should, and then I'm almost like, stop shooting on me, you know? So um, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that before, but yeah. but we're really careful. And, you know, if we hire somebody for marketing, a marketing agency to help us in some areas, you know, our social media, I'm always careful. Like, I'm like don't use the word you. It's not, up to us to tell anyone anything it's their journey yeah let everyone have their own journey let everyone have their own experience so so it's very Mm -hmm. rare you'll hear or see a word that says you in dimples because i don't want to rob anyone from their own journey it's it's none of my business you know we're we're only here to give suggestions so we've covered a lot um i want to just ask (laughs) yes we've covered a lot we've covered a lot i want to ask you a couple more questions if that's okay tracy So if there was somebody new coming in, brand new to hair loss, what's three things, three tips? The first three things that come to your mind you would 
you could give that person? One of the first things that I say to people that are experiencing hair loss that are sitting in front of me or in a virtual consultation is that you're not alone. I think that over the years, I've, I've had many customers that felt like, you know, I'm the only one that's experiencing this hair loss because of this reason. And, you know, I, I don't have anyone to talk to. I don't have any support or I'm here for you is what I always tell them. You can text me and call me. You can, you know, email me, you know, it's, they need to know that they're not alone for one and that I will do my best to find the right solution for you based on your needs. And these are your, these are your needs. You know, we, we talk about what, what they expect and to really, um, just let them know that, that it's, it's okay to feel the feelings that you're feeling because it is, it's a, it's part of um, the journey of hair loss is going through all those stages of acceptance. I have to accept that my hair is falling out for whatever reason, even with chemo, they have to accept that they don't, they not only have to accept that they're losing their hair, but they have to accept that they have cancer. And a lot of women, the hair loss thing is like bigger than the cancer to some women, which when you think about that, you're like, how can that be what you're focusing on? But it's what everyone sees is our hair, our, our, uh, you know, our, our part of us, it's part of us and people see it every day. And if it's gone, you're a different person. They feel like they're a different person. Um, so I just try to encourage them to be open and honest and, and that they're not alone. Um, let's see. Third thing, there are solutions out there. There's things that we will, will find the right thing for you and you'll feel like yourself again is what I want to encourage them because it's, it's awesome. not as bad as they think sometimes. That, that's a common thread I hear. I just want to look mm -hmm. like me. That's a common thing. Yeah. Last question. Stylists. Any new stylist that may be listening to this one day in the future, they want to mm -hmm. try, they want to help their friends or they have some consumer, they want to help with toppers or wigs. Mm -hmm. Could you give any two or three tips to them? Well, give Dimples a call because we can help oh, you, you help your customer. I mean, honestly, James is knowledgeable. He He's willing to help. Um, you know, he's got people in the office that have experience, they can reach out to us. I encourage, like, if I go get my hair done somewhere, I always tell the stylist in that salon, like, like, I know that every stylist has one or more customers that are experiencing some sort of hair loss. It could be from medication, it could be from stress, it could be they've, you know, had COVID. COVID is like a huge deal right now like people were losing hair like crazy after covid and feeling like you know what do i do i'm losing all my hair and uh, you know it it, it kind of stopped after a while but a lot of people lost their hair because of that and reach out to dimples get the get the you know you may not know what to do for your customer but we can help you help your customer or we can help your customer but you know, a lot of hairstylists want to help. They want to, they don't want their 
their customers to struggle with hair loss, but they don't have a clue what to do for them. They don't know where to send them or they don't know, you know, they can, sure, they can go online and order that woman a wig, but it's not going to be the right one for her. So educate yourselves. You know, there's reach out to us, reach out to um, other stylists, find out, you know, if they have experience with it. So there's, there's help out there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Education. You know. And they say in real estate, location, location, location. I think with yes. hair, it's education, education, education. Yes. And I think it's on both sides. I, yeah. I, I, I talk to consumers sometimes and, and um, you know, when that, that first part or maybe the second or third stage of the journey, when they're like, all right, I'm going to get some hair. I yeah. hear that they spend hours and hours looking at every single YouTube review of everything you right, know, until, right. until they make a decision. And even after they make a decision, they buy sometimes some consumers will buy eight or nine times within a year, yeah. year and a half, because they're not sure of different, different uh, companies, different hair densities, different yeah. sizes. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really, really technical field. So it's, it's yeah. really important to seek out the, you know, the professionals, the mm -hmm. hair professionals, the hairdressers, whenever a consumer right. talks to me, I always ask, do you have a hair specialist that knows toppers and wigs? And when they say yes, I think, I think I'd throw my hands. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, great. Thank God. All right. You, you're hundred percent going to look amazing. Like, don't worry. You know, yeah. when, when there isn't a stylist in the area, I'm like, I'm like, okay, how can we, yeah, this is difficult. Right. You know, we've got Tracy to help us, which she does a great thing on zoom, but you know, there's, definitely she's a great yeah. she can help but wow when there's a stylist involved big difference so tracy thank you so much for joining us You're today welcome. you've given us a lot of your time and you have helped millions of women all over the world i'm gonna say millions because <laughs> the thousands you've helped they've helped you know your help has gone through them and they've helped other people yeah. you know because the energy you've given them from your laughs and your smile and your your amazing yeah. skills with your coloring and your scissoring, your, your scissoring, your, your cutting. Um, <laughs> so, um, and and um, you are extremely good at color. Earlier on in here, you said, "Oh, you know, I'm not traditional colorist anymore. You know, I, I can color toppers, but to color a topper and a wig is a real skill. Like, there's all this like it's like you almost have to become yeah. a scientist and like take a little test strand and." Do all this, <laughs> yeah, you, do. you know, biology stuff, you know, yeah. there's all these, like, I can see, I can imagine all these like test tubes everywhere with smoke coming right. out. I mean, it's a right. real, it's a real uh, test. And you think that the same topper, I'm just going to say it like a Clio, for instance, in nutmeg rooted. Mm -hmm. And then six months later, you color another one. You still have to test it, right? You gotta, oh yeah. Cause still, it's still, not the same still, hair. Exactly. It's, it's, an, it's incredible, the skill. So I'm so glad I know you, Tracy, and I've got to see your skills being done in person. Uh, thank you so much for all the help you give to everyone around. You're welcome. Everyone Thanks for having me.